JLB Mornings. The podcast. Welcome to the podcast, episode two, 200 and something, yeah. Two, two, I can tell you in a second, 214. I knew it. I knew it. We have to go back through the metrics and understand, try to understand why in, in less than an hour and a half, a couple of hundred downloads on the podcast. I swear it's because you said, what, uh, what was the wording on social media? Something about a, a retirement announcement or retirement news or something like that? Yeah, sort of, but that it was like three days later. Was Facebook algorithm, and it was only posted on Facebook. Facebook mm. algorithms, are they that messy? Are they that crafty right now that people didn't get delivered that little post from, it was like last Thursday when we posted it. Well, I just uh, don't know. I'm uh, I'm rather confused at all of that. Hey, we'll take it. Glad the ears are here. Much love. Uh, thanks for checking it out. Oh, so and we really haven't gotten into. Uh, why is Denzel Washington? He's trending on Twitter. He's either being canceled. Oh, or you're on Twitter. Canceled or dead. He pops. Who's up. on Twitter anymore? Yeah. I I don't want to chase it. Yeah, good what? call. Okay, I'll chase it. I'll chase it. I don't. I want to uh, know now. Now I need to know. Uh, you guys can keep talking while I'm Googling this. Uh, There's just nothing. I think just people are it's talking just about it. It's just so much. Elon, oh. Elon has to work hard to, to try to get some eyes back. 250 million daily users, but is that enough to keep a social media platform going? Because what's the daily on TikTok, for example? Oh. <laughs> or is it just going to become... A, a lot. Twitter's just a niche platform. I think it's important to remember TikTok is also not just a social media platform, People are starting to stop using Google and they're using TikTok as their search engine again as instead. Like it is taking over not just it's not just ruining Meta and Twitter's business vibe. It's taken over a lot of the internet because people are sick of all the spawn con. Not that TikTok doesn't have it either, but at least you know say, when you I, I, searching something out on TikTok, let's be real. There is a, a I think a disproportionate amount of complete bullshit. On yeah. TikTok, is there not? And I and I would only back this up with Benny to the experience of chatting with my eleven-year-old who has tried to like fact slam me at dinner over yeah. stuff, and she couldn't be any further from the truth. Yeah. Where, and I'll use I use DuckDuckGo a lot. Okay, yep. Cause yeah. Yeah, DuckDuckGo is great. Yeah, it doesn't chase you like Google does, or yeah. doesn't actually push you in a direction that you don't need to go. Yeah. And I think she's like three for ten in the last couple of dinners that we've had. You know, I think I really had to stop taking anything seriously on TikTok when somebody put their toilet seat in the dishwasher as a way to clean it. But they make, yeah, they I make that it was seem- a troll job. It is a troll job, but there's a ton of troll jobs. That's the thing. Well, I think, so here's a little sitch for you. We're doing home brenos, as you guys know. We're finally, might be done the basement. Ah! exciting but instead of searching on google for inspo i went straight to tiktok because i every time you google something it is sponsored content after sponsored content you don't get anything you're looking at you get the same four pictures over and over and over again and i'm leaning towards that direction for food hacks i used to google like oh christmas makeup ideas i do that all through tiktok now that stuff i get i understand sure makeup ideas reno's are tough because I am uh, I'm not talented at it, but I love woodworking and I love watching people do stuff with woodworking. But I've also I'm now savvy enough to know once again when it's a complete troll job that somebody's doing, but it looks completely legit. Yeah. But then you look at the comments and it's all like, no, this is absolutely not how you do it, and this is why this is being completely messed up. Yeah. So I guess I'll add it's TikTok and YouTube I go to now, but yeah, I YouTube's honestly good I. For that. I don't Google how-tos, inspos. Basically, the only thing I Google now is 
Like when I'm trying to get celebrity news, forget us gossip, and somebody's trending, for example, by the way, Denzel Washington, uh, yeah, he's trending over nothing. The article is, America had one collective heart attack because everybody thought he was dead. He's fine. It, yeah, it's weird how that works because it somehow starts trending, and but then I see most of it is like, not me waking up seeing Denzel trending and figuring out what it is. Like there's yeah, just yeah. nothing there, but that's yeah. everybody... <laughs> Everybody right now. I, you know, well, Benny doesn't pay any attention to Twitter because he did a live delete yeah. last week. So he's he has cleansed himself. I have, and it's. I mean, I I do go on it through our work account only while at work. Like the 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 app is off my phone. The uh, profile is deleted. It's all done. Backstage Ben does no longer exist. That was my uh, my third go around on Twitter. Same account, but I had to keep updating the names. Huh. I was on it before I was backstage, Ben. You may miss it. I, I won't miss it at all. I don't ever think to even open it. I turned notifications off forever yeah. ago because all the notifications were, were Elon Musk tweeted this, and I did, never followed Elon Musk. They just would still fair. push that stuff to my phone. That's fair. Yeah, I don't really open Twitter. Again, I mentioned this on air when Benny quit Twitter publicly while we were on air. The only notifications I get are from the one time I said on Twitter Eminem should stop singing in his own music so it's like the Eminem mafia mm-hmm. after me yep. and then also one time I tweeted a sexist guy who said women with abs are gross so I was like ha I've never <laughs> had more inspo to get jacked ever <laughs> uh, and I just still get getting subtweeted from that because people are like so do you have abs yet and it's been two years and I'm like no no I don't so. <laughs> and it makes you wonder with the algorithm like how much trolling is going on we'll talk about SpawnCon that was my BTS issue was once again, like <laughs> before BTS yeah. was even, I mean, they were huge, but before, um, I don't know, before they've really broken North America, I kept getting BTS content tweets. And again, it was notifications like USA Today posted about BTS and I don't follow either one. But at one point, uh, Jeff, you and I, like we just scrolled through. I had 15 BTS related things pushed to my profile and I've never followed any of their stuff at all. It's like, oh, well, their management is just paying Twitter to then to blast BTS stuff everywhere. Oh, yeah. Money talks. It doesn't matter what it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. In all angles of life. But I I did make a mention of something about BTS, and then I got flamed by it. I think it was just thinking how, like, was it wrong? Like, the, the pronunciation of some of the English words, we were laughing at... These this there was one specific song that was written by a bunch of North Americans and, and none of it made sense anyway, but it was the way that they were pronouncing a lot of these words in English, and I was like, oh, I looked up the writers. It's two like white North American people that wrote this completely nonsensical song. It was just catchy, and that yeah. that's often it, and it, pardon the term, but it's very accurate. It's uh, it's fast food pop music. Yeah, oh, yeah it's not time. meant to last. It's meant to hit, be popular for a little while, and then, and then be disappear. Done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like, look at Taylor Swift, "Sexy Baby." I'm still every time I hear that, I'm like, <laughs> why is that lyric in that song? But I will say, it's not the pres- like for me. I can understand people grilling you if you're making fun of BTS's pronunciation of something. Like that's not their fault. But the grammar in the lyrics, yeah, it that's was, an issue. I, I think it's the like song was pro- butter. I'm pretty sure it was butter. Yeah, but in that case, I know you were getting tweeted just because we weren't, weren't even talking about how it was sung. Because again, like if you're learning sing- language. At- English as a second language, or if you were born speaking it like me and you still can't say it, um, <laughs> you know, 
obviously it's going to sound different. But the grammar, it's like they purposely wrote it in a way to make it seem like BTS wrote it, I guess. Was like that it was ESL. Like, honestly, like it was as an, an English yeah. as a second language sort of song, which I just found wild. And But by two more North Americans. That's the weird. That was the thing. That and that's what got me because I was getting like people calling me racist and all this sort of thing. And I was like, no, no, no. You're misunderstanding. Here's the proof that they didn't write this song. It wasn't an English translation roughly from their Korean background. No, no, no. It was written by pop star singers in North America. <laughs> uh, I hate Twitter. Man, yeah. I'm not going to miss well, it. Well, okay. So, you know yeah. what? You've now reconfirmed to yourself. You made a smart yeah, and absolutely. healthy decision. I feel good about it. The, uh, the thing, so you, Ben has no conscience about the whole Twitter thing. But yep. we talked about the update. I can't recall if this was even mentioned last week, and I don't think it was. The meteorite that crashed not far from, and I, and I say from here, but in perspective of the world. Yeah, right? oh yeah. I mean, literally in our own backyard. So there was this massive meteorite, and uh, well, let's call it a meteor because it was about 1,100 pounds. So think um, a little bit bigger than the bar fridge you win at the bar when you go for like beer and wing night. Yep. Uh, this one didn't have a Budweiser logo on it, but this thing <laughs> shot through. Um, you got a hand raised there, Benny? You I, I was just going to tell you the difference between a meteor and a meteorite. Meteors it, are outside of our atmosphere. Meteorites meteorite. are inside. So, okay. Still a meteorite. Yep. Okay. So meteorite uh, enters it in. It is traveling. Uh, there was a sonic boom because it was traveling at, at some points 40 times the speed of sound. From people in Milton on their ring cameras. There were a few in London that I popped up. And oddly, I actually followed a thread on Twitter of showing people's videos of, the, of this thing just screaming across yeah, the yeah. sky. Because it did light it up. Large chunks landed in and around Grimsby, Vineland, um, south shore of Lake Ontario, even as far south as a couple little hamlets. And then Benny would know uh, because one is not far from where his sister lives. She lives in Font Hill. Yeah, that was on the list. They... Well, that big piece was 1,100 pounds. They said it is expected. Yeah, that's 500 kilos. It's about 1,100 pounds. They expect that there are pieces the size of your fist, even larger. Some that are about four and a half pounds. That's still about two kilos. So think four four packs of butter. (laughs) Could you imagine? So this, where Benny, I was like, hey, if you found a space rock, would you give it? Because the researchers, why we're talking about it now, is researchers at at Western and uh, all the physicists there, they're asking, like, in the astronomers, can we please look at these we want to put them under some microscopes we want to do some some test samples to to see what kind of uh, valuable metals and and uh, all the different elements that make this up and then i brought it up to both of you and betty's like well if i get a second one they can have that yeah. one <laughs> yeah i'm I not giving it, it up no, but for sure. what about nope. ch- chipping off a little piece for them no nope now nope. uh alone perhaps um i just i don't want it to be compromised in any way and i'm sure that they wouldn't there'd be a lot of respect given for the researchers. I want to be a part of it though. I think that would be my thing is like, I, you can, you could use this, you can put it under the microscope. I want to be there when you do it though. <laughs> uh, that's fair. I want to learn all that's this fair. stuff. Yeah, that would be cool. I'm, I'm the same vibe. I would not give it, I would lend it to them for a relatively okay rental fee. <laughs> want to get my bag out of the whole thing, you know. Uh, and they would also have to name whatever they discover after me. Oh, like if there was maybe a new mineral or, or something. Like a parasite like, stuck in the rock? Yeah. The new yeah. parasite would be the, the Geddes Worm. Lorasite. Yeah, Lorasite. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> that actually, nice. that, that sounds good. That sounds yeah. like a super science technical yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for that one. Sorry, I get some killer dry lips again. I don't know what the yeah, hell's going too. on. Oh, I'm rocking chapstick right now. Right. Chapstick and lipstick. You mm. got you to gotta keep that up regularly. You can't. 
The theory is, is that if you're already feeling thirsty, you're too dehydrated already. You should just shouldn't feel thirsty or and that, you know, if you're not drinking enough water, that will also chap your lips. Big problem. If you drink water? What? No, no, no. If you don't drink water. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have consumed a little over a liter since I was awake. Now that's Mm. been like six hours, but I'll get more in. Have you guys ever done, you know, those gigantic bottles where it tells you how much you should have drank throughout the day? It'll be like 4 p.m. You should be this far. It doesn't seem like that much to me. I think it's two liters, but it doesn't strike me as that that that's that much that you need to drink. Water. There's actually an amount in regards to your own body weight that you should drink. I think it was The Rock that was just talking about this when he was showing off how much food he eats in a day last week. It's... It's relative to your own body weight. Like, everybody's different. I don't think there's a standard water drinking thing. The thing that I don't understand is people who just don't like water. I don't There's lo- a lot like- of people on Earth who have a hard time drinking water, and for me, I'm the total opposite. I just, I, I die on the inside if I'm not constantly drinking it, which apparently is an early sign of diabetes, but we'll just ignore that. Or Bruce Lee-ism. Okay. Ooh, yeah. So I that's found true too. one calculator. Oh my god! So for my current body weight of about two eighteen minutes of exercise daily, because I'm trying to hit about thirty ish a day. Okay. Ben's going to run on the spot. Run on the spot. Yep. So if I do fifteen minutes, now that's oh, saying daily. So let me break it up. There's just ninety divided. So I'm saying like ten minutes a day, just because I'm doing two to three minutes. It's saying I should drink four point four six liters of water a day. Yeah, that seems accurate. That's a lot of water. What? What? That seems like so That's much. That is not that. Okay, how many ounces are in a liter? What liter? that is in your hand is a 500 milliliter, I bet you. So you need eight, um. uh, ten of those. What? No, I can't do it. I'll just perpetually be dehydrated and deal with it. So this is almost a liter. That's almost a uh, liter? It's two thirds of a liter. Okay. So... Yeah, so like I I could I easily drink on an average day I'm rocking about six. Not enough. You got to step up those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. D twenty six. But you know what? It is good for you. And I hate to be like every Cosmo magazine that we all grew up reading, where the the supermodels like, oh my god, I'm so hot because I just drink water. But it does really help a lot of things. A lot of problems that you could have, you could probably fix by just drinking more water. No, I hate to use minor minor problems. I hate to use the old cliche almost it's such an old joke but like there exists water in beer and and soda and that kind of thing does that does that count towards your water intake at all is that a serious question does it count does it count towards the water Uh, how would it not count though it's It's water water intake i think there's other things in it well okay so then what about this i have whenever i drink that's like carbonated water it's still water but it's water with bubbles yeah i one, I think it's disgusting. I don't get how anybody could enjoy mm. that. It tastes Love like it. salty so sadness. But it also makes me so dehydrated. The carbonation does not slap. I think you can consider if it's just water with like a packet of like the flavor flavor powder stuff, whatever brand you want to use, I think that counts. I think when you're adding anything else though, like sugar, if you want to consider coffee, those are both dehydrating agents, I believe. Yes, that's true. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, I can see that. So you're not doing yourself any favors. 
Yeah. There are some people saying that they add salt to their water and that actually helps them stay hydrated. Because you some absorb it, yeah, with the water, with the salt in your body. You yeah. One of my yeah. friends swears that that's fix, that fixes her hangovers. She gets this like salty packet of flavored water. I tried to drink it at her bachelorette. I almost chucked. I well, don't recommend I, it. Wa- some people salt love it. Salt water is disgusting. You, you know, honestly, lean into a, a bio Pedialyte. steel, yeah. a Pedialyte. It's, you just need to get that salt, potassium, some of those minerals back in your body. That's your issue. That's why you're hungry. I need, you know what I need when I'm hungover? A big old chalky milk or an ice cap or a shawarma poutine. Then I'm good. I don't need to drink things. Uh, cheesy hot, drink. cheesy hot and greasy has been the formula that whenever yeah. I've been hung, that has always been that you have that. I beg your pardon. Then you normalize when you're hung. I've never heard that phrasing before. You never heard that before. When you're hung, it's a small town. Yeah. I've heard it, but not in that context. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a yeah. roadie? Is that- <laughs> yeah, well, kind of, yeah. Well, no. But the roadie thing I've never heard. Jeff loves saying on the radio that he wants to go for a roadie, and we all know what that instantly sounds like. It's Road strange. skull. Yeah. No, see, that, I know what, but, but a roadie, everywhere, it's like, hey, do you want to grab a roadie? That, like, what, think of when you're on the a island, you're on vacation. Yeah. A traveler, that's also another term. Is, it, is this regional dialect? Is that what we're into now? Must be. But we're all kind of from southwestern Ontario. We're all from splat Ontario. It's true. <laughs> all of us. Yeah, but I think it's very important to remember, just like how every small town, at least in my part of southwestern Ontario, has its own porch crawler recipe that's slightly different. Each town has a slightly different uh, accent, too. Like my friend from Hanover. Hanover? Says dessert. 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 Wow. Not dessert. Dessert. Does she always have D's nuts on them? <laughs> <laughs> Add to. Uh, uh, there's also different rules of euchre in every small town. Everybody plays oh it God. slightly different. Yeah, the rule in my town is we don't play it. Wow. Yeah, that's no the wonder I'm you moved to... away. Oh, there is something about that game that every Christmas somebody insists, "Oh, I can teach you. I can teach you." If you are somebody that wants to teach someone else a card game this holiday season, can you start? By using normal people terms. People go right into saying, oh, you got the ace. And then what are the other card terms? Like the the, the whatever king? and the whatever. The trump. No, you're, no, you're no. Trying to think of the trump. trump the the trump right. card. Yeah, yeah. And and all they start using all this card playing terminology. I'm like, as somebody who does not know how to play cards, you're not helping. Well, then you have you're, bad you're like, teachers. That's not the fault of the game. You've just got shitty teachers. <laughs> well, because I've had so many shitty teachers through the years. I hate that game. Won't play it. I would hated love it. to, but I hated it as a kid um, because so my parents raised my sister and I on playing euchre, and I hated it. My sister, being six years older than me, she used to bribe me to play because she she loved it. She used to bribe me to play with <laughs> CDs from the promo closet at the radio station that she worked at. Wow. So she would bring. This is back in the day of let's see, uh, Limp Biscuit CDs, oh, God, Papa yeah. Roach, that kind of stuff. My last um, resort. And it was literally like, if you play with us for an hour, I'll give you a CD. So I was like, okay. I hated it. I begrudgingly played it. Gradually got to the point where I was happy to start playing it. Ended up in grade 12, like the Euchre Champion. My dad and I, three, four times over Euchre Champions at the local Gentleman's Club in Chatham. Uh, You and your dad played cards at the strippers? (laughs) Not the strip club, the men's club. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The actual Gentleman's Club. Uh. (laughs) <laughs> it's like an old-fashioned, like, think of like whiskey Like a legion almost? Like a legion, but just, it's just called the Kent Club, and it's men only unless it's Fridays, and that's ladies' night. Oh, God. 
sounds inherently like Mad Men. Like oh yeah, exactly <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Chatham's not necessarily up with the times in this case. <laughs> but, uh, okay, okay. lovely <laughs> spot either way. Um, so we play it, but now like we've taught some friends. We've taught my brother-in-law who never wanted to play it, and now that's like we play so much of it, and it it comes a point where it it becomes so second nature. You can play it while you are absolutely sideways. You could be playing it at one thirty in the morning, and everybody knows exactly how to play. Hmm. I there was one Christmas when I did know how to play, and now I don't know how to play anymore. So I don't know. I don't know. I just think you know what? When we crack our designated drinks, non-alcoholic beers, at uh, ten a.m. one morning next week, I'll give you a quick rundown because beer it helps. Mm. I think. But I'm a good teacher. Hmm. I've been doing this a long time. I don't know if don't you know. could pay me to try to play euchre for the 17th time. Really? Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. I feel like yeah, I got to be. I get it. You guys are just hesitant to have more goes. fun and enjoyment in your life. That's totally understandable. I get it. Listen, I have. Listen. I, okay, sorry. You, you, Laura can do it. No, her both of you listen. Okay. Euchre's a great Laura, game. <laughs> Laura, listen. Listen, listen, listen. Linda. Linda, Linda, listen. Linda. <laughs> I just think that there are also so many new games that come out every single year. Why can't we play new ones? I'm the yeah, person now that buys a new game for the family every single year, and we have a great time. You just great said you don't want to games. learn the rules. You want to learn brand new rules that are completely separated from every game. Once a year, you want to learn a whole new set of rules? Well, it doesn't make up a whole new language to learn them, so yes. Although, Cacheta is a Brazilian... Speaking of another language, Cacheta <laughs> is a Brazilian card game, and that's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> Just Same haters. thing with Truco. Okay, yep. Yeah. Haters. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I hear all of this. I ju- there's just no way that I'll play Euchre. It, it's not that I've attached some uh, negative emotions to it. I've played it went boring. There's so many other fun wow. board games, interactive games to play. I, I do like cards, just not Euchre. I think it's, I have all, like since I was a late teen, I loved sitting and playing cards. It's just... For me, I'm a sucker for a drinking game. I will turn anything into a drinking game, and cards is a very, very easy thing. Any mm-hmm. game you play can be drunk, too, at some point. Yeah, like Euchre. So this question will get asked now and probably get touched on uh, closer to the holidays. But So is it cards? Is it food? What's the thing that leads the way? If you had to kind of create an order in your mind of, of the things to go home to over the holidays, and, and has that list changed? Whether it be, you know, I have to see my parents or I have to see my grandparents or I can't wait to get together with my cousins who I never see, but at Christmas we always do X, Y, Z. Or is it yeah, the food? Basically it for me. It's it's parents and grandparents. Hondo P. Yeah. Full stop. Anybody who anybody who's friends of me normally knows I might be home for even a whole week. I'm probably not gonna see you. I might, I might not, but that's my number one. Normally when I go back to beautiful BC, it's just known, even though I have friends that live there, there's a really low chance that I'm going to see you because there's just so many fam to visit. And you you can never see that. For me, you can never see the fam too much. Just like to yeah, go. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, all my plans generally revolve around. Now, it depends. I'm a big fan of, we have had a tradition for many years of going to a certain pub in the Niagara region yeah. if we're up there for Christmas on Christmas Eve to the point where like, We'd be there once a year, literally, but the owners would recognize us and know us as we come in, and they'd have a round of Bailey shots ready for us, meeting, which is great. Aww. I love that sort of thing. But I love, like, it's cozy. It's super Christmassy. It's not a long time. It's not like we're there all day. It's an hour and a half, maybe. Maybe we'll grab a bite to eat. Maybe it's just a couple of beverages and on our way. I love that. It can't always happen every year, but that, like, that's the only time all year I get FOMO is if I get a picture from that pub. 
when everybody's there and then you're not and then the fam yeah we're we're doing our own thing there's always that little tinge of so what's this year look like do you know yet no we're not sure we're not sure yet i think um you know lately especially with the kids at their ages we kind of want to be home for yeah. christmas so yeah. santa knows where to find them um and then on boxing day we'll make a little trip down the 401 so I think that's probably what's going to happen this year. It's a little wonky with uh, vacation days and work days and that kind of thing, but we'll sort something out. I feel selfish in a way for wanting my own memories at home. My mother-in-law was sick for just shy of seven Christmases, yeah. and we knew it was terminal, so it was the old, oh my gosh, we got another one. This is this is phenomenal. So everyone would kind of have to follow, like we followed her schedule and what was going on, and then there was the trickle down of my family and, and other friends and family. And then when we stopped having to go there, we were like, all right, what's up? And then everyone was like, oh, we got our own thing going. So we've uh, now been in yeah. our place and now there's a few asks and we're like, nah, we're good. We're keeping our small and tight this year. So we're, we're, we got a few friends that feel like family. That's going to be our thing. So this is another Christmas of making some, some new memories because the COVID years were a bit of a blur anyway. Yeah, they were. They really yeah, were. they were weird, strange times. Yep. I think that's kind of my vibe for New Year's. I always get asked, "What are you doing on New Year's?" I prefer. There's been there'll be the odd New Year's where we go out and give her, but normally I'm like, I just want to be at home. I want to be with Limbo. I want to chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, might have like maybe like two to four people over, but I'm perfectly happy not having anybody over. Laura, you don't realize it, but you're aging. <laughs> no oh, boy listen i'm gonna let you know this this has been me throughout my whole entire 20s i had enough fucking stupid new years that i don't want to deal with it anymore this is a result of learning very we did the i've done everything on new years i've done the bus pub crawl in toronto i've done the oh go to a house party i've done i've done it all i don't need to do it anymore because it always ends up being so overhyped and dumb when you could just sit at home and I, that's normally not how I would say any, like, I'm yeah. normally always in, in favor of going out, but New Year's, there's just something, something in the air that just sets the world up for disaster <laughs> when you could just be at home with your dog. I also want to ring in the New Year with my limbo. That's Love my fair. girl. That's fair. I yeah. like a house party and I like it when it's not at my house. I like having our house parties for some things, but not New Year's. Um, I think the first one that Sarah and I ever did together, we were at the Keg Mansion in Toronto. Oh, fun. And we were actually, it, the service took so long that we were there for the ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah, the subway is an absolute nightmare all the rest of the night. Because everyone's yeah. loaded and it's yeah. just a mess. Oh, yeah. They extend it <sighs> like it goes on all night, but it is just, you cannot not be people-y. I, I've had New Year's where my friend has yelled at my douchey ex-boyfriend, like screamed at him. I think she almost slapped him in the face. I had a one where my a different ex was too busy eating fucking food to kiss me at midnight. Uh, oh yeah, the the Toronto uh, bus trip. One friend forgot their ID, had to cab to the second bar because they missed it. Then nobody could find each other. I mean, like it's just there's so many situations where I'm like, I think it's better to keep these things smaller. The less extravagant you go, I feel like the higher the success rate is. That's, yeah, uh, that could be true. Less interesting, but more successful, perhaps. Oh, I don't know. I I normally go for a little. Last year, last year I was in Brazil, so it doesn't count. But the year before, I went for a wild midnight walk. It was a great time. I don't know. You can entertain yourself. That's that's a us guarantee. There you go. I yeah. I'm I'm in indifferent. I'm fine. If there's a party to be had, I'm more apt to go because coming out of COVID, 
where before I, I would get people, I'd get people out. Now I'm like, let's do it. Let's get into yeah, one. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of conflicted this year. Like I've been asked for a couple things, but it's, but it's hard too because I know for sure on New Year's I want to be back in my own bed at some point. Yeah, that's a big thing. I don't want to do the crashy at somebody's. I don't want to start my year off in someone else's bed. I don't feel like it. I want. To, I want my own. Yeah, that's fair. Not wrong. Not yeah. wrong on that one. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't blow all the Christmas and New Year's talk on this podcast. Boy, that was early, yeah. Well, it's, it's top of mind. People are there. I think also just with how the we- the world feels, it's just still such a weird place. You know, we've all talked about how busy we are this season. Mm-hmm. Christmas does feel around the corner. Now, at time of recording, it is a month and two days away. But I am getting stressed now in that I don't have the time to get everything I need done. So with this Black Friday, I have already nailed... Two gifts per kid and one for my wife. Nice. Nice. I am trying to be efficient. Well, do I love spending the money right now? No, but no. I know it's going to be in hand and I've paid a fraction, um, a minimum 35% off. And for my deals, deals, dealsers out there, if that's a term, in fact, please be cautious if you listen to this today and, and or into tomorrow because it'll be a Thursday, Friday. It'll be pretty much a weekend and Cyber Monday. Yeah. When you see that whole 50% off trash, please know that. There are so many retailers that they'll offer something at ten bucks, and magically the price goes up to fourteen, fifteen, yeah. and then it comes down to seven fifty-eight bucks. In your mind, you've built out this big deal, and in all reality, it's just not. Like the TikTok that we just saw of somebody. Now I won't say where exactly it was, but let's say that there was a price freeze, and that's what they called it, and they had the num the. It was four ninety nine scratched off all the way down to four forty nine. The person took that tag off, and the regular price underneath of it was four forty nine. The sale price on the fresh tag. Yeah, that's yeah. that's crap. Well, there, and that's the trouble. Shocker. There's supposed to be government regulation, notably on price fixing. Um, on, on like there's a scanning code of conduct. There are rules in yeah. place that if if you go to scan something and the price is incorrect versus what you saw on the shelf, like there are rules in place on how much, like whether the item ends up being free or you get a ten dollar reduction on your bill. There are a few things in place. Will retailers ever tell you that? No, you have to no. stand there and go through your phone and find it to make that yeah. happen. So while there are and absolutely will be some phenomenal deals out there and people will be very happy, just don't rush to it. Just just double yep. double check it. Yep. Just for the sake of your hard-earned cash, please be careful with it. Mm-hmm. Just Dad Jeff over here trying to do my part. Appreciate <laughs> you. So we still have a lot of Christmas things to go uh, off the air. Laura Gaddis is off to do uh, a little CTV Christmas TV promo. And that involves um, uh, promoting um, what we've got going on in the one-stop holiday drop. So uh, if you hear us talk about it, you want more, you can easily find that on our website at virginradio.ca. We are gathering new unwrapped toys and or non-perishable food items. It's going to help a lot of kids and families all across the region so they can have a Christmas that otherwise wouldn't be so so happful, uh, yes. happy and hun- well, they'd be way more hungry. So let's do our part if we can. Anything else to drop in before we... Tip the cap and say au revoir for this week. I think that's it. Merry Christmas. Yep. Holy. <laughs> Just Merry say Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there it is. Do you have it? Do you want to hit it one time on the way out or what? Uh, no, I'm locked into that computer now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Be well. Much love. We'll chat soon. Bye-bye. JLB Mornings. Weekdays 6 till 10 on Virgin Radio. And on demand anytime on the iHeartRadio app. And for more on the show, visit virginradio.ca.